Hello and welcome back to Crystal Clear the Podcast, where clarity is the goal, clarity in life, clarity in choices, and just being totally clear with who I am and where I desire to be. Crystal Clear is my affirmation. Episode 49 is long overdue. And I am extremely excited to be recording. There's so much I would love to cover. However, it's just going to be me today. So I'm going to keep it simple, keep it short. I won't be before you long. But oh my God. What a week. Or two or three or four. It feels like forever, of course. But yeah, like I am still not 100%. But at least I can talk without clearing my throat every 10 seconds. I can talk without my throat burning. Like there were times where I was like, I'm just going to go record regardless. And like I would talk and like my throat would start burning. And I'd be like, I can't do it. I do want to do it, but I can't. It was hard. It was extremely hard. And you know, then I got post happy on my Instagram. Thank you for bearing with me, all the good people um, who follow me and have to see what I post. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was just tough, 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 tough. But yeah, here I am. I'm so happy. Like I said, I'm so happy to be here. So before I get started, um, this is episode 49. If you've been paying attention, if you follow me on IG, you do know that um, my one year podsversary is basically here. Okay, so this is what I'm going to do because I started my podcast on November 16th, 2016. So November 16th, to my knowledge, is not going to fall on a Saturday. But let me just look at a calendar to confirm because I just don't know for sure. (sighs) Sorry for the hold music. Can I get the month view, please? Can I get the month view, please? So it's going to fall on a Thursday. So I won't be back before you until the um, 18th or 19th. We won't get an episode until the 19th. So what I'm actually going to do is the episode where I actually hit 52 is going to be the episode where I do my anniversary show where I'll I'll add like the messages from people and all of that good stuff. Thank you for everybody who has sent messages thus far. I have not listened to them yet, but I will when I'm um, preparing that show. So I thank you to everybody who has, you know, gotten an early start because they didn't want to be last minute in this piece. I appreciate you. Well done. Well done. <laughs> but yeah, so... Um, <clears throat> The 52nd episode, so this episode 49 on the 11th, episode, well I'm recording on the 11th, I'll post it tonight too because I'm late, right? Uh, Episode 50 will be the weekend of the 19th, 18th through 19th, and then episode 51 is going to be... uh, Thanksgiving weekend and since we have extra time I'm probably going to go ahead and 
um, do the episode, the anniversary episode that week too, and just post it on the 30th. So at least I can get my episode 52 either on the week of the 30th or like that first <clears throat> week of December, the first, you know, the first of December, or second of December, however it falls. But that's what I'm going to do. I kind of want to release the uh, episode in November. And, you know, just because I'm a perfectionist of sorts where I kind of want my year to be in the month of my year. Um, So the 16th of November, I want it to be in November at some point. But whatever, you get it. Um, Like, I'm proud of myself. I'm like, what, two weeks off or two or three weeks off? Like, I'm proud of myself. I'm extremely proud of myself and... I am not taking anything away from myself for not being at exactly 52 episodes by the time November 16 hits. Um, a part of me wants to be mad, but the larger part of me is like, no, nah, you happy about it. So I am. Um, and that's just that. Um, sorry about all the rambling. As you know, I'm excited to be back. Prepare yourself for a lot of different topics on this show today. I just, I feel like I just have a lot of things to just get out of my head I feel like they've been taking space into my head so long like just ugh. um if I've ever had a conversation with you if we ever worked on anything um, before you may know or I may have um mentioned to you that um if I have an idea it just takes it just it's just sitting in my brain until I can actually you know materialize it <clears throat> so um yeah it's it's been a struggle just you know keeping on hanging on to what I wanted to say because uh I believe the week of September when I came back from my vacation uh, my anniversary week um basically I had some things I wanted to touch on but then I had guest after guest after guest after guest after guest so imagine holding on to stuff for like months like at least two <sighs> so yeah here we are here we are um yeah so Bear with me and enjoy the show. Let's get started. finally getting a chance to get on the mic and say something so a lot of people have been going in on Tyrese like in on him right and so you know the good in my heart the kindness of my soul I get in somebody's comments and I'm just talking all this great stuff you know just basically 
trying to just hold on to the thought that you know people just get off track people lose sight of their goals people get confused and 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 they forget why they started doing what it is that they do in the first place and it was obvious that Tyrese was going through some things and he just needed someone a person too to just be like you know don't give up on Tyrese not him just keep the faith and he might pull through you know this could be you know a, a point in his life to where he can either break down completely or you know go to higher heights and this man will not put IG down shout out to Mr. Phil Wade for that word from on high I I support this man I'm just a fan really like I remember you know watching him on uh, YouTube and then I kind of lost track and then a friend uh like reposted a, a video about the dollar store cookies and I went and followed him on IG and like he's just been a hoot you know every time like while I'm going through his old videos and he posted this and like for 24 hours straight like I was dying laughing because church humor is my kind of humor and um I appreciate him for this so shout out to Mr. Phil Wade it's Mr. Phil Wade go follow him on IG for your laughs that's M-R-P-H-I-L-W-A-D-E he has a large following so I'm hardly doing him any favors but I wanted to cite the source of that song because it just gave me life and it made me laugh so hard and he's talented oh actually it's m-r-p-h-i-l-l-w-a-d-e mr phil wade he is awesome awesome sauce all right anyway that is that you see i cleared my throat see i'm not fully recovered but yeah so i feel like you gotta put ig down just 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 bag away like quit recording yourself doing whatever it is that you're doing just just don't worry about that you do not you do not have to record yourself you don't even if you record yourself you don't have to share it just like if you need to feel like you need to record this time in your life because you know you feel like you on a on the verge of something fine keep it to yourself don't share it you know we're not with you we're not in your head we don't understand your process we we don't know what you're going through we we don't know and i don't i'm not sure you know what you're going through I feel like it's everything. I feel like it's a different thing all the time. And, you know, for someone who listens to a lot of motivational, inspirational speeches and Tyree comes in, he comes in or comes up on a lot of those things every now and again. And it's like, you know what this is. You know what this is. You're not confused on what this is. You know exactly what this is. And I feel like... A part of him is not taking it seriously. Um, he seriously can be mentally um, struggling. He could be in some mental anguish. He could be going through a lot. I'm not certain. Because I definitely do not want to talk bad about him or anybody else. But the point is, put it down. Just just stop. I, I, when, you know, when I see a video or whatever, I'll look at it and I keep going. And I'll be like, I'm not trying to go here with him today. I don't want to laugh at him. I don't even want to look at him. I don't want to give him any energy. But... It, it's it's time he stopped putting salt in his own wounds okay 
And that brings me to another topic. I feel like it is extremely important for us as creatives or humans to just accept some setbacks. I know we all have goals. I know we're all working hard. I know we all see ourselves at the next level. We just got to keep pushing and working towards it. But sometimes you have to accept your setback as something that God ordered. Okay? Sometimes you do. Because you just never know the master plan. You know, because you can't know, right? Like, a part of me feel like you can have an idea, you know your own personal goals, but a large part of that is just you activating what the gift is or the talent is within you, and it's going to take you to some places you know not of. Because I feel like if you knew exactly what God was going to do for you, there would be no journey, there would be no challenge, it would be nothing for you to just keep doing it because you knew exactly where you were going to end up. You can have an idea, but you can't know exactly, right? So... Take the setbacks and allow that time where you're not getting what you want to focus on the other things that are working for you or to meditate. I don't meditate. I'm going to start. Um, <clears throat> pray. Sit in quiet. Quietness. You know, just think to yourself. Write some stuff down. Reflect on your blessings. Reflect on where you came from where you are today those types of things like don't sit up and huff and puff and be mad about something one thing two things that did not go your way because there's so many things that are going your way so many things that are going your way you know because you know uh, he's been you know people been looking at him in a negative light for a while now and I feel like this movie thing he's just being um a baby about he's doing temper tantrums and you know i can easily imagine that money is involved and all that good stuff and this is a setback you know it's prolonging a check he was possibly expecting and that's fine right but see this is what i say this is why i say you don't worry if you trust god right you don't worry if you trust god because if you trust god you know, even though what you expected to happen didn't happen, you understand that it's going to work itself out. Maybe something better or maybe just enough. And I hear some people saying, I don't want just enough. I don't want to just get by. I hear the people saying, yeah, but that's easier said than done. But I'm saying, look at the opposite. Look at trying to force God's hand. Like, y'all, we can look at Tyree and we can laugh at him and we can joke about his situation. But I feel like this is what it looks like when you're not patient. This is what it looks like when you don't accept what God has allowed. That is what it looks like. It looks crazy. Like, you don't know what God is, what God has done thus far. Like, you give no credit to anybody else but yourself. And so now that something isn't going your way, everything got to go haywire because you don't know where it's coming from. You don't know how it's going to change. Look at this. He's he's giving you perfect examples. This is somebody, y'all. I mean, it, 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 to reach whatever level of success that he has would be an accomplishment, right? Look at him. <laughs> 
Look at them. It's almost hard when you've had so much success and then something doesn't go your way. It almost feels like it's being taken away from you. You're, you're, you're no longer grateful for what has already happened. You, you struggle when you don't have your way. And that's what I'm saying. Accept the setback. Accept it. Really. And then that brings me to a different point. I posted something on my IG that I feel like it could have been taken as something negative, right? It very well could have been viewed that way. And that's fine because, you know, I know, I know. The post said, uh, it says, my thought life. You know what's hard? Having high expectations and then adjusting to the reality of how low they should have been. Build your hopes on things eternal. So just a little background on that last statement, that build your hopes on things eternal. It comes from a gospel song. I shall not sing because my vocals, my throat is not ready yet. But the song is, why don't you hold to his hands? God's unchanging hands. Hold to his hands. God's unchanging hands. Build your hopes on things eternal. Why don't you hold to God's unchanging hands? I really wanted to sing that, okay? I'm sorry. I, oof, that was hard. Anyway, so... I feel like if you hold to his hand, his unchanging hand... I feel like I'm preaching. Podcast preacher today. Podcast preacher today, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so... If you, if you hold on to his hand, his unchanging hand, you ain't got to worry about nothing. Everything around you can change. But if you're holding on to the fact that God does not change, because he don't have to. He's already made provisions. He's already made everything possible. Like he's done his part. He's done his part long ago. Right now, you're just living through it. All of everything has been set up and prepared for you. Everything. So God doesn't literally have to change. You're going through changes. Yes, you are personally going through changes because you are just now realizing what's going on. I made up something a long time ago and it said something like, um, I'm trying to go through my storm. Like, I can't tell it's raining. And I don't see the clouds. See, but it wasn't me being um, foolish it was me trusting. It was me trusting. It was me understanding that the weather was bad, but I was trusting. Trusting to the point to where I wasn't going to let the weather distract me. So it's a lot of stuff going on around you, and you cannot let those things serve as a distraction if you're holding to God's unchanging hand, if you're trusting. This is why I say you can't trust and worry. You can't. It's impossible. But we do. We do. We do. We do get off track. All the time. We forget. We forget. It's so easy to forget. It's so easy. There's so much going on. It's so easy to forget. It is. It is. I forget. I get scared. I forget. I get worried. I forget. I panic. 
I forget. I get anxious. I forget. And then when I remember, I'm like, ah, why you tripping? You know you tripping right. Calm down. Right? So that message I put on IG about the adjusting is basically based on how your expectations set you up every time. Your expectations set you up every time. Like, I, I, I hate to be like, oh, expectations are a bad thing. Of course they are not. Of course they're not. I believe you're supposed to expect a lot. I feel like expecting a lot sets you up for success. But at the same time, if you don't make the necessary adjustments, it's very well setting you up for failure. And the reason I felt compelled to post that that night is because crystal clear. It's crystal clear everywhere she goes. So while I don't go by crystal clear in my everyday life, I am still doing what I do here. I am still seeing the beauty in the mess. I am still seeing the organization in the chaos. I, I, I am still, I'm still able to see that ain't nothing wrong with this picture. It's just the way I'm looking at it, right? And so people, and it makes me feel great, People will come to me and be like, oh my God, I, I just thank you because you've encouraged me and I thank you for you being who you are. And this is just them walking past my desk and saying whatever they say. And I say something back to them like, and every time I come by your desk, you say something awesome and I just appreciate you because I don't know. And it just, I just feel good. Cause I'm like, oh man, like, yeah, it's consistent. <laughs> you know, like this is who I am. You know, like there's a million negative things I can think to say. But I, I, I am so thankful <clears throat> that God has put it on my heart to just be upbeat and positive as much as possible. You, there has to be a balance. There has to be. So when people like confirm that I'm doing something for them in my day-to-day life, it brings me so much joy. But at the same time, while it brings me joy, It also brings me sadness because no matter what I say, and no matter what I do, I can't make an individual see it for themselves. I can't. I simply cannot. And the issue is just adjusting to what you expected and the actual reality of the situation. Now, for a minute there, I was talking about my job a lot. And I don't know if I said it or did say it or whatever. I don't remember, but I'm going to say it right now. I'm enjoying my job. I am appreciative of my job. I am thankful for my job. I am grateful. Okay. But the type of position it is, I told y'all it required a lot of training. And I told y'all how exhausted you were after training because you're trying to retain all the information. I said all of this, right? And you can train for days on days, but... Until you're actually experiencing the job, that's when you know whether you've got it and grasped the information or not, right? And then you realize as you're functioning in your job and then other roles are depending on you, you realize that the training 
was merely a glimpse of what you're going to actually be doing on a daily basis. So then you starting to get upset and frustrated because you're not even really prepared to meet the expectations of your team. Because you have a team. It's like a team of five, actually. You have the head, you have the supervisor, and you have other people who function in their um, role on the team. And everybody's expecting something from each other. But when you already have a hard job to train for, and the training was excruciating, but then you're getting in your function and your supervisor and your head of the team are asking you for things that you know not of, it's frustrating. Because in your heart, you set the expectation that when they let you go to work by yourself, unsupervised, you were going to be ready. But the actuality is, they're going to ask you things and expect things from you that you have no clue about. And once you make that realization, you're upset. You want to complain. You want to point the finger. You want to be like, well, wait a minute. Wait. Y'all told me y'all were going to train me. Half the stuff you trained me on is helpful, yes, but they're asking me to do this. I don't know how to do that. I didn't even know I had to do that. You ready to point the finger? You ready to be, you ready to be mad. But what you need to do is adjust. Adjust. Okay. I didn't get the full training. It's a lot of stuff to train on. Everybody that works here is working. Like, they don't get to stop their workload to train you. They still have their workload and they still have to train you. Like, it's a lot going on. And even though people don't really understand what everybody does and they don't know what you do not know and what you do know, you have to adjust. This is why you got to be flexible sometimes. Sometimes we get real rigid when we expect from other people. But when we expect from ourselves, we're flexible. We can make excuses. I didn't make this post on my um, Crystal Clear page, but I made the post on my personal page. And it says, is it humanly possible for humans to allow humans to be human? We got to be flexible. And when I talked to my husband about that, he was like, no, we have our set understanding for ourselves. We can't really, you know, understand other people and why they do what they do. You got to be flexible. You got to adjust. It ain't necessarily lowering your standards completely, but it's adjusting. You don't want to make a blessing and inconvenience. No, no, adjust. Adjust. You gonna quit because you frustrated? Because they didn't train you the way you expected to be trained. And you can't simply say, you know what? I need to get back on my training because that's something I actually don't know how to do. You can't do that? You mean to tell me? You can't say those words? It make it make sense? You only been there for a few months. You don't think they might not understand that? You can't adjust. You won't just be frustrated because you weren't prepared and your expectations told you one thing and your reality is telling you another and you another and you can't you can't adjust. <laughs> A lot of people are missing out on blessings or not receiving blessings because they're not adjusting. They refuse to adjust. 
They want it to be easy. They want it to look like they expected it to look. They want their imagination to become reality. Ah, not quite. Adjust. Adjust. That's what that. <laughs> that is what. <clears throat> that is what that post meant. That's what it meant. That's what it meant. You 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 have to adjust, and it's going to be like a, a lowering of the standard. Not not to where it's not as good as you thought it was. It's just not going to be as easy as you thought it was. Hmm. Adjustments need to be made, y'all. Adjustment needs to be made all the time. Mm-mm. All right. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's podcast preaching here today. I didn't mean for it to be, but oh, I might as well embrace it. You know, getting closer to my year episode. I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to embrace it. You know, today I get to be spiritual. We talked about it last time. You know, sometimes I get to keep it light. Sometimes I get to keep it goofy and giddy. And today I get to keep it spiritual somewhat deep. Yeah, I get to. All right. So, oh, if you're hanging on, keep hanging on. All right. So, <laughs> with that being said, let me rewind back a bit. So, September 17th through the 22nd, my anniversary is on the 19th. Me and my husband went to Vegas. Okay. And. We enjoyed ourselves in Vegas. Vegas was a beautiful time. And during that week, you know, we had been in Vegas before. Actually, we got married in Vegas. Um, <clears throat> we had one of those Vegas where, uh, not Vegas, we had one of those weddings to where you can view it live. People from my family actually came out. Like, um, I carried my dress on the plane, took it to the cleaners to get pressed. My husband, um, uh, sent his tuxedo order to a Vegas men's warehouse or David's Bridal, whichever one it was, to where, you know, he can make sure it fit and all this stuff. Like, we set up everything for it to be, like, a real wedding. The chapel was cool. Like, it was a real cool experience for us, right? Got married in Vegas. So, we said, let's just go back to Vegas <clears throat> for this year's anniversary. So, we did, and we had a beautiful time. We went to a golf course in the middle of the desert, and that was, like, the highlight of our trip. The highlight. Because, you know, you think in the desert, what kind of golf courses is it going to be? Are they going to have green grass? It's going to be hot. So I was dressed to be hot. Well, let's just say it was a crisp, cool breeze in the middle of the desert. And beautiful. The highlight of my trip. Like, when we go places, I've been to the, um, the golf course with my husband a few times. But I don't usually go because he wants me to spot balls and stuff. And I don't—I wear glasses. I can't see that good. I'm not trying to look. I don't really care. Um, I'd rather have a book. I'd rather be doing something else. Like, let me relax, okay? I'm not into golf like that. I, I will come with you, but I'm never probably going to buy, like, clubs or anything. I'm, I'm never should say never because Lord knows. But at this point, I don't see it for me in golf. But I'm really happy I went with him this time because it was beautiful. And I just enjoyed myself. <clears throat> But after that, you know, we were like, what else can we do? What else can we do? And so he was like, oh, Crystal, we got to do something we don't usually do. And I'm like, what? And like, it had just came out. And I said it. I said it. The horror movie. It had just came out. And he loves the original. 
So he was just extremely interested about the remake. I don't do scary movies, y'all. I don't know if I've said that before. I feel like I have because it's most certainly true. I don't do scary movies, but it being our anniversary weekend, our week, I was like, okay, okay. Uh, eh. I'll do it for the good of the team. All right. So I sat through it. And the reasons I don't watch scary movies is because they stress me out. Literally, they stress me out. There's somewhere in between me knowing it's not real, me wanting to make sense, and me just struggling with the whole thing. I do not do scary movies well. Even if I force myself to sit through them, watch none of the worst parts, the fact that I am in that theater, I am shook up. I'm shook up. It unnerves me to no end. I don't know why. Since I was a little kid, this is the one thing they figured out about me, you know, because if you listen to the last episode, they let us watch a lot of stuff. But once they realized that I couldn't take scary movies because I wasn't going to get no sleep, and it was highly likely that I was going to get up crying and all kind of madness, they was like, she shall not watch scary movies. She shall not even watch scary movie previews. So if something is being previewed or anything, Crystal, stay in there. Don't come out here. They had to protect me because they knew I was fragile when it came to scary movies. So needless to say, once that was done, I'm shaky. Uh, The trip was no longer relaxing. I didn't get that much sleep. It was just... uh, Now, we still have fun, of course, but... You want to get good sleep on your um, trips. Like, we stayed in a a pretty nice hotel. I love the location. (laughs) I should have got better sleep. But because I watched this horror movie, now I got to think through the details. And what's worse than that, I had to come home. And I'm still replaying. Like, I think I literally replay the horror movies, whatever it is, for like at least two weeks or so. Like, that, that fear that... That feeling, that anxiety sits with me for like two weeks, depending on how um, disturbing it was to me. Sorry, guys. Still recovering. So, the thing about it is the fact that this clown or whatever plays mind tricks on people. Because it wants you to fear. It wants for you to be afraid. Like, the fear is like a flavor that he can devour, you know? It's like, if he gets you scared just right, you taste better. Because I'm assuming he eats them or whatever he does to them. He sucks out their fearful So I'm not certain because, I, like I said, I didn't watch the scary parts. Um, I'm not going to read no books about them. My imagination can make a way better movie. So... No, no thank you. But what I did gather is he was constantly trying to make them fearful. Trying to scare them. So that was like, oh my God. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So like after like week two or so, 
I had to make up in my mind that I was going to get some rest. And um, I had to think it through. So like, like I say, you know, like I learned from everything, right? I learned from everything. And it was no different. So I ended up looking at the horror movie, It, like a motivational movie. See, you have to overcome your fears. I'm not going to be the one to say that you won't have them. Because absolutely you will. But you have to overcome them. You have to rationally be thinking through them. You have to be able to identify them. Because if you don't, they may prevent you from doing what you need to do. And then I was like, you know what? They named the movie perfectly. Because it's just it. So it don't matter what it is. <laughs> it don't matter what it is. Whatever it is. You gotta overcome it. You gotta get over it. You gotta get you gotta get past it. Don't let it get you. And after that, I was good. I was good. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> I got this. I ain't worried about it no more. And I was just like, oh my God. A motivational horror movie. Would you look at that? <laughs> <sighs> Alright guys, so if y'all have been following me for some time and listening to my show, then you know that I have been through a journey of trying to figure out exactly what I want this show to be. Um, I went from just talking out my thoughts and shout outs to, to trying to have segments and I had the segment um, about good news or whatnot. And um, I don't hate that segment, but um, it was like the stories weren't really inspiring to me and so like the segment would only be like utilized when I really thought that was like a really 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 good story to me but I do like my minute to motivate however the motivation doesn't stay under the minute but I do like that one so I kind of stuck with that one but like as time went on or whatever like it was kind of harder to incorporate different things because of my energy level uh concerning the show so here I am, I've been talking for a while, and while my throat doesn't hurt, it um it is kind of getting irritated just a little bit because I probably need to get another dose of medicine. It's like a combination of like the cold and sinus. So yeah, it's kind of tough. So it started, at, it started out as like a tickling throat and then it became a sore throat and like then, you know, and then that wasn't really getting all the mucus out. It was just crazy. So, you know, you don't realize that you've been talking every week for like a year. And you have a voice to protect. You know, I feel like I need to be taking Slippery M. If you are a singer, you know what that is. But yeah, and I'm just like, oh my God, I have a voice to protect, really? But anyway, <clears throat> the point is, the minute to motivate, the minute to motivate is still something I want to do weekly. 
And in 2018 or whatever, I um, I'm going to work very hard to put my best foot forward on a lot of things because I love this. I love that I've done it for a year. I love my podcast. I'm extremely proud of my podcast. I've even been more comfortable telling some people about it, family especially, because half my family didn't even know about it. A lot of my close family and friends had no clue until like six months in or so. So it's really funny. It's extremely funny. Like it's a secret. I don't want people at my job to really know because it kind of changes it for me. And um, what's crazy to me is like I remember like not being that scared. Like once I got like episode one or two out because I didn't really have any followers. So it was like I was talking and recording and uploading and sharing, but nobody really heard it because nobody knew who I was. Right. A lot of people still don't. I mean, I'm still nobody. But at the same time, more people hear my show. And what's funny is, even though I feel like more people hear my show, the closer I get to my year, it's, it feels like the same intimacy that I felt when it was just like two or three episodes in, you know? I It, it took a while. Like, I feel like somewhere in the middle, it kind of got um, scary. Like, it, it kind of felt like it was taking over me. And then I was, I felt like I was fighting to keep it about me and for me and to keep it like something where I'm clearing my head. It felt a little bit off or whatever. And now I feel like it's finally returning to me. And I'm extremely happy about that. And I'm just extremely excited. And I am, uh, I need to start writing ideas down for my, my, um, my anniversary episode because I have a lot of ideas, but I'm extremely happy and I can't say that enough. And I want to thank everybody who has pressed play on any of my episodes, whether you like them or not. I thank you. I want to thank everybody who has shared an episode. I want to thank everybody who has reposted an episode. I want to thank everybody who has commented and reached out on Twitter. However you guys do what you do in, in form of support, I appreciate it. Um, I don't feel like you get to truly thank everybody because everybody has their set preference in the way they like to do things. And that may or may not um, <clears throat> work with how you as an individual like to do things. So it kind of it kind of is like frustrating because me personally, I'm in my head because I want to show appreciation. Um, but it's like <laughs> sometimes it's a conflict with me because I work, you know, and I'm not a flake. <laughs> like I do my job. Um, my job, my work speaks for me. Um, even if I hate a job, I'm going to do my work and it's important to me. And as long as they are allowing me to have my headphones in and to be listening to something, we're in good shape. And I, I have that freedom. And so I don't want anybody to ever walk up on me and be like, what she's doing? What is she? Is she not? Is she not on task? And maybe that's the people pleaser in me, but whatever, you know, I don't work. Um, uh, for anything you know like um it's a livelihood <laughs> and I'm keeping up on this end so yeah you know um so it's just inconvenient but I do want everybody to know from the bottom of my heart that I am truly appreciative for everybody who has done what they've done however they do it um <clears throat> I, I love paying it forward 
sometimes like I guess as I go through the year or whatever I feel like I fall off on listening to other podcasts sometimes I pick it up and it's like random some days I'm like screw it I'm gonna listen to some other stuff I've never listened to do listen to and then sometimes I'm like screw it I'm gonna listen to you know the tried and true the people I know I'm gonna get a good show from um there's so many of you that I love and support and I just want everybody to know that I don't expect anything from anybody else I don't I absolutely do not expect anything from anybody else because this journey is truly my own everything that I do if I don't feel good about it it's nothing you can compliment me from here to the end of the earth and it's not going to mean anything unless I feel that for myself so when I say I don't do anything to get something from anybody else I need y'all to understand that I don't want y'all to think y'all mean nothing but I need y'all to understand that the way I'm set up is I truly have to have that pride and that motivation and that feeling of quality from within. And I'm extremely hard on myself, extremely. And as time goes on, I am able to pat myself on the back and not feel like I'm bragging because I have a hard time with feeling like I brag. I've struggled with that, but I feel like I'm getting better. And this podcast and me talking to people that I know not of, but I feel like I know very well, has done so much for me. It's done so much for me. And I'm happy to have touched whoever I've touched. And the the last few episodes for this year are going to have that feel because I am extremely grateful. I don't know where this podcast is going. I just know I'm not going to limit myself or it. I tell you I'm afraid. Because I don't know how to hold on to what I love. And... except what may be coming for me. I don't know if it has a balance. I don't know what that balance looks like. I would love to find and experience it. But it does kind of overwhelm me because it feels like if you're if you're busy and you're doing here and you're there and whatever, what about your baby? You know, and and what about your husband and what about this and like these, let me tell you something. My husband wanted me to find something like this. And I know my child would be proud of me. It's me hanging on to them, not them hanging on to me. I know I could be more social. It's so many shows in Dallas. And I stay in my little bubble. Because I'm an energy snob. Not to say y'all not worth my energy, but I got to protect it. And... I it just gets overwhelming because I want to do so much but I want to respect what I love and kind of protect what I love and I hope y'all understand and um, I have like a little blog it ain't much Lord knows 
it's really simple i try to keep it as simple and to the point as i can really short and initially when i started it i was like i just wanted to be like a continuation to the show because a lot of times i don't necessarily feel that i made the point that i wanted to make in my show and i felt like sometimes it feels incomplete to me so i wanted to like have my blog to kind of like speak on what i maybe didn't touch on but then what happened is my blog became like a continuation of conversations that I was having in my day-to-day life with people like co-workers and stuff like that and it's been amazing because that means I don't have to cut on the recorder and record and edit the episode to upload to share I can kind of just type some things out and to end this show because it's actually a long show for it to just be me <clears throat> but to end this show I'm going to read a selection from my book. This is inspired by Stephanie from Better Life Choices New York because on our episode she said that I needed to understand that I was enough. enough you are enough I am enough what is enough have you ever allowed yourself to wonder what God's thought process was when creating you like if he was anything like you doing your creative process did he question if his creation would be well received did he worry if people thought you looked funny was he concerned with your ability to make good decisions did he almost say never mind What did he see that made him realize the world needed you? Why did he muster up enough confidence to present you even though he knew he could do better? Were you a last minute project made to hit a quota? Why you? Or did God feel inspired and got to work to put forth his best creation? What if God sat back with pride knowing you are so impressive and undeniably amazing? As humans, I feel we don't have the mental capacity to even gauge any of the what-ifs listed. Or any of God's plans for that matter. All I know is that we were created by God. And shouldn't that mere fact be sufficient to drive home the point that we are enough? Because God created us? I think so.